Life is full. It's full of beautiful moments, hard moments, and a whole lot of mundane in between. Often we find ourselves going through the motions and we end up seeing mostly the hard, mostly the boring, and failing to see the good in our days at all. With Intention is a podcast about changing the narrative. I'm your host, Desiree, and I'm no expert at living intentionally. I'm just here to share my personal learnings alongside stories from others about how we're learning to see the beauty in the mundane, celebrate our beautiful, ordinary, everyday lives, and approach every aspect of them with intention. We'll talk about things like motherhood and family, reflecting and taking care of ourselves, our work, our homes, all the things that make up our days. My hope is that you'll leave our conversations reminded that our beautiful, hard, ordinary, mundane days, this messy life, it's full of good and it's full of purpose and it's meant to be lived well with the utmost intention. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to With Intention. I'm your host, Desiree. This is episode 107, and I am coming to you solo today to talk about the topic of growth mindset, specifically how it can apply to habits, and we'll also touch on how it can apply to decluttering and minimalism as well towards the end of the episode. But the reason I want to talk about this is because this topic was requested a long time ago. I put question boxes on Instagram every once in a while for topic suggestions for the podcast. And this had to be at least six months ago that I got a topic suggestion of growth mindset. And I've been thinking about it ever since and exploring the idea for myself, how growth mindset and fixed mindset can be found in my own life. And I think I'm ready to talk about it from a non-expert standpoint, but I'm ready to talk about it in how it can apply to our ability to build habits. I've approached the topic of habits specifically a couple of times on the podcast, but it's been a theme that has come up for me again lately in my own life, just because we moved actually quite a few months ago now, but we moved and we are trying still to establish some new routines in our home because a lot of life has changed since we moved here and we've been doing just a lot of things on autopilot. It hasn't been the most effective for some routines. So we've just been trying out different things, talking over how we can reestablish some better routines now that we are settled into our home and settled into the life changes that we made as well. And when it comes to setting a new routine, sometimes I admit that I have a fixed mindset. And I'm going to talk about what the definition of fixed mindset and growth mindset is in a second. But let's just say a fixed mindset is a pretty limiting belief that comes up for me when I think about routines. Even though I have set some very consistent, very helpful routines in my life, I've still never been one to be a super structured person, and I've failed at a lot of routines that I've tried to establish for myself as well. And so when I'm trying to establish a new routine, I often have this narrative that comes up in my head. Sometimes I almost quit before I even start because of this. It's this message that I kind of send myself or this thing I tell myself that I'm just not good at this. And, you know, I could try, but I'm probably going to fail. I'm probably not going to follow through. One way to think about it is I'm just being brutally honest with myself based on my past experiences. But as I've really taken a step back and looked at that process that happens to me, I realize that I'm just falling into a fixed mindset and I'm falling into a limiting belief. 
So what I've tried to do, as I've realized I wanted to establish new routines in our new-ish home, is I tried to look at the routines that I have established and what kind of went differently with these routines. So right now, I would say that, you know, I have a long-established morning routine and the other routine that I have built is just kind of a workout routine or routine around movement. And when I look at those routines that I have kind of long established and actually follow through with, first of all, it helps me believe in myself that I am able to set a routine for myself and follow through. But also it reminds me that these routines that I have built have only been things that I've been able to follow through with through building good habits. For me, it has to become a habit for me to truly follow through with it because it makes it more so effortless. And really talking about habits and routines, these words could kind of be interchanged, but I wanted to put the definitions here so that we could see what is the difference or are they the same thing? What What's the deal here? So when I look up the definitions of these words, the definition of routine is a sequence of actions regularly followed or a fixed program. So it's a sequence of actions that you're doing over and over again. The definition of habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Looking at these definitions, they're really very similar. Habit actually has kind of a bit of a negative connotation with the idea of it not being easy to give up, but I would say that intentionally building a habit you want in your life is the easiest way to build a routine that you want to follow. A routine is really kind of a string of habits, or at least it becomes that. I don't really know, you know, how you want to think of this. If you want to think of, okay, I'm going to start following a routine and this routine is going to help me build habits, or I'm going to build this routine into a habit so that I actually do it. I don't know. It kind of gets murky and confusing when you talk about it like that. And that is not what we're here for, to dissect the language of which comes first. Not every routine will become habit, but that's not the point. The point is, the idea of habit has come up for me because I realized that the routines in my life that I actually follow, my morning routine, my workout routine, I follow them because they've become effortless. They've become easy to follow because I've done them over and over again so many times that I've built them into a habit. I have gotten through the really hard part of having to put effort into these things, having to convince myself to do these things. And I just do them at this point. But the process of building a habit is not that easy. It takes a long time. It can actually take up to 245 days to build a habit for many of us, even longer for some. And the median time frame for building a habit is 66 days. I believe I originally saw these numbers via James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, but these are based on research. And I think the very minimum time frame for some people is as little as 18 days. But isn't it crazy that for some of us, it could take almost a year to build a habit, or at least several months. I want to thank Indeed for sponsoring today's episode. Indeed is one of the websites that I have used for so long, especially for job hunting. But I recently learned that Indeed is the best place to go for hiring as well. 
Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates with the Indeed Instant Match. Indeed searches through the millions of resumes in their databases to help show you great candidates instantly. So you can do the part that you really need to do faster, which is meeting and hiring great people. Unlike some hiring sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility, delivering a quality shortlist faster. With Indeed, there's no long-term contracts, you can pause your account at any time, and you only pay for what you need. With Indeed Match, you see a list of great candidates with zero weight. Want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, our listeners get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash intention. That is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. Get a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash intention. Indeed.com slash intention. Offer valid through March 31st. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's get back to today's episode. So when we have a long process ahead of us for building a habit or creating a routine that is going to become a habit, that is going to become effortless, I think there are a few things that are important so that we keep going through that phase that feels hard because we have to convince ourselves to keep going, convince ourselves to do these things. We have to fight an inner battle daily as we are building the thing into a habit. And I think that that's where a lot of us get tripped up when it comes to habits. It's hard to build habits. It takes a really long time. And even if there's something that we know is good for us, that we know would benefit our lives, if it's going to take us 66 days or more to get to the point where, okay, we're doing this with a little bit less effort because it's just become habit, how do we get past those 65 days until we get to that point? And that's why I want to talk about growth mindset I think it's part of it. I think it's a big part of actually being able to get through those tough days. Like I said, I have talked about habits before, but as I've continued to kind of analyze my own habit building abilities, I'm not the best person at habits. It takes a lot of work for me to do these things, but I've done them in some areas of my life, in areas of my life that have been super beneficial. And so I wanted to talk more about kind of the nitty gritty, the how of getting past that hard part. And I do think there are a couple of important things. I'm going to focus in on the idea of growth mindset versus fixed mindset and how that applies. But the first thing I want you to do before we get there is to think about a habit that you really want to work towards in your own life. This might be something that you have been trying to make a habit in your life for years. It might be something that you have tried and failed at many times before. So just think of a habit that has been important for you. It's something that you want to work towards. It's something that you want to build into your life, but it's been a struggle for you. So the first thing that I think is important before we get to growth mindset with building a habit is to have a deep why. Pretty much anything we want to do, whether it's habit building or decluttering our homes or anything, we need to have a why to make sure that we're going to keep going when things get tough. So that habit that you just thought of, why do you want to build that habit into your life? Why do you want to go through 65 plus hard days of convincing yourself to do this, to build this into something that might feel a little bit more effortless after that point? Why is it worth it to you? 
I'm going to give my own example of exercise and fitness in my own life because this is something that I think, one, is relatable. I think many of us try to build that habit but struggle, and I am the poster child for that. I have tried to build movement is a habit into my life for several years, and it was kind of on again, off again. There are definitely times in my life that I look back and I was consistent But it was never a long-term thing. It was never longer than a few months at a time. And I look back and realize that the reason, the why that I had most of the time for wanting to build that habit was so that I looked better and felt better in my own skin. Or it was to lose weight, which is basically in my mind was the same thing. As I actually have built that habit, which has been consistent now for about a year, and is something that I see no end in sight to. It's something I want to be for life for myself. I realize that my why has had to change along the way. Before it was a temporary why. I wanted to lose weight or look better and exercise felt really hard and like torture, but I only had to do it in my mind for a certain period of time until I got to that end goal of losing weight or looking better. I knew in the back of my mind that if I wanted real results from this, then I needed to do it for a lifestyle, but I didn't want to think about that. And as I've actually built this into a real habit in my life, I have a different why. My why for movement now is that I want to move well and feel well my entire life, or at least do what I can to make sure that is possible within my own power. And I believe movement is a huge part of that. I want to keep up with my kid. I want to feel good. And I also want the time that I get for myself when I exercise. That time just to myself is really helpful and needed for me. So those are just kind of a summary of my why for movement now and what it's been over the past year. When I started back off on rebuilding this habit, it was more so focused on looks and weight, but it quickly changed when I realized that that's just not going to motivate me for the long term. So whatever that habit you thought of that you've wanted to build into your life and the why that you think of for it, make sure it is deep enough to carry you through all of those days that it's going to take to truly build that habit. So we've talked about having a why in mind, and I do think that's the first step. But the next thing I want to talk about is this idea of having a growth mindset. As I've really reflected on my own habit building process over this past year, I realized that growth mindset has been a huge part of it or more specifically, changing from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. I am not a psychologist, and this is a topic that is based in psychology, but I want to share my own experience and hopefully encourage you today because this really changed the game for me. If there is a habit that you think could be beneficial to your life, this could be a key in actually making it a habit. So getting back to my example to just continue to illustrate my point here. I realized that as I was trying to build the habit of regular exercise in the past, I failed not just because my why wasn't deep enough, but because of what I believed about myself when it came to building this habit of exercise. I would tell myself stories in my head like, you're just not good at this. 
I would think to myself about how uncoordinated I was or how ridiculous I looked trying to do the movements that I was doing. I would believe many things were just too hard for me and somewhat out of reach, and I would rely on past experiences in a negative way. I would think something like, I've never been able to do this consistently, so I will probably fail again. Might as well quit now while I'm ahead. I had a fixed mindset, and I believe that we need a growth mindset to build good habits into our life. Let me finally define these things for you. These are very common terms. They are kind of buzzwords as well, so you might already know, but I do want to take the time to define it. So growth mindset is something that was researched and coined by psychologist Carol Dweck. It is simply a belief system that a person has. They believe that their capacities or capabilities can be improved over time. It's a belief that a person has that they are able to grow and improve. The hard things that they come across in life aren't going to stall them, but they are going to grow them and make them better. A person with a growth mindset would see habit building and the challenges that come along with it as just a means for them to become a better version of themselves, a means for them to literally grow and become more capable at something. A fixed mindset is basically the opposite, a head full of limiting beliefs. You would believe that improving over time is either not something that you are personally capable of or something that's basically too hard and out of reach. So if you're bad at something now, you're just bad at it. You do not kind of reach for getting better or you just have too many limiting beliefs that roll around in your head that kind of stop you from moving forward, maybe fear of failure. Again, a growth mindset would be looking at the things that you're not great at and thinking about what an opportunity that is to grow and get better. And so when it comes to habit building, a growth mindset is obviously a game changer. But a lot of us do start with a fixed mindset and that is what makes habit building so hard or it's part of what makes habit building so hard. Can you change from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset about a particular area of your life or something that you personally want to achieve, like building a habit? Yes, um, the research does support that we can change this, and I personally have seen this in myself. And of course, as a teacher, I've seen this in my students. I've seen this in people around me, and I think we can all probably look back at our lives and see an area where we might have been discouraged, might have been more in a fixed mindset, somehow, you know, we have achieved the thing that we thought we couldn't. So we, somewhere along those lines, change to a growth mindset about that particular area in our life or that particular goal that we were chasing or achievement. So although this can happen naturally, um, just through the course of life or the course of going after a goal, I think it can also happen on purpose, and I think it can be a really good tool that we could use to have a process to where we can identify if this is happening for us, if we are having a fixed mindset about any area in our life, but if we're talking about habit building, about the habits that we're trying to build, do we have a fixed mindset? And if we do, how can we become more aware? And if we do, how can we change it? 
I don't think there's any elaborate process to it. I think all it takes is awareness, telling yourself a new story, and repeating that process. So when you hear yourself ruminating on a fixed mindset type of messaging that's living in your head and telling yourself things that are characteristic of a fixed mindset, noticing and having awareness of this is the first step. At that point, once you are aware, once you notice that it's happening, you can feed yourself new messages. You can flip the script and you can tell yourself a new story. With repetition of this process, eventually you will start to believe it. So again, simple one, two, three steps. One, awareness. Notice that it's happening. Two, tell yourself a new story when you notice it's happening. Three, keep repeating that process. Here are just some ideas of what a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset might look like in, you know, the things you tell yourself in your head or phrases you might be believing. A fixed mindset might say something like, I can't do this. To where a growth mindset could say, I wonder how long it will take me to do this or get good at this. So when you hear yourself saying or believing, I can't do this, notice it and tell yourself instead, wait, I wonder how long it will take me to do this or how long it will take me to get better at this. A fixed mindset might sound like this is too hard for me. A growth mindset would say this is challenging, but it will grow me. As I keep going, I'll get better. When you hear yourself say something like I've never been able to do this in the past, that's a fixed mindset. That's one that I definitely get tripped up on personally. So tell yourself a new story. Instead of, I've never been able to do this, tell yourself, this is the time I actually get to do it. If not now, when? The last example I have is another one that gets me, and that is, I'm just not good at this. I say this all the time. I, a lot of times, will adopt things that I'm not good at as my identity, like I'm not good at cleaning, or I'm not good at running, or whatever it might be. And some of those things, yes, they are true, and maybe I don't care, and that is just how it is. But if you are trying to build a new habit and you're telling yourself, I'm just not good at this, that's a fixed mindset, and it's not going to help you get through those hard days of habit building. So instead, say, I can't wait to get better at this, or today, trying is going to help me get better at this. I know some of those things might sound cheesy or cliche, but if you are going to get through the difficult process of habit building, you cannot tell yourself these limiting stories that you can't do it, that it's too hard for you, that you've never been able to do it in the past, or that you're not good at it. You have to cheer yourself on. You have to think of those things that are hard for you and those things that you might not be good at right now as opportunities to get better that will eventually be easier for you. And thinking of it out of even a place of curiosity of just, oh, wow, I wonder how long it's going to take me to get good at this, or I can't wait to see what it feels like to be better at this or get stronger in this area of my life. I can't wait to see the difference that this habit is going to make in my daily life. And your why that we talked about earlier in the episode, that why can be the motivator behind telling yourself these phrases. If you're thinking right now, this seems cheesy, or is this actually going to work? 
Use that why to be your reason for at least trying. At least trying this process of noticing when you're telling yourself the limiting things and changing it to these more so growth-minded phrases. I want to take a quick break to thank Bombas for sponsoring this episode. Bombas has literally rethought every little detail of the socks that we wear to make them way more comfortable. I love wearing them for just everyday foot comfort, but I especially love the comfort that they provide while working out. My favorite thing about Bombas socks is that they don't slide around my foot when I work out. But these socks do more than just keep feet cozy. They help give back to the most vulnerable members of our community. For every pair of socks you purchase, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. And the generosity of Bombas customers has allowed them to donate over 40 million pairs of socks and counting through their nationwide network of 3,000 plus giving partners. To those experiencing homelessness right now, these socks represent the dignity of putting on clean clothes. So give a pair when you buy a pair and get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash intention. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash intention for 20% off your first purchase. Bombas.com slash intention. I also want to thank She's Birdie. Safety is something that is always in the back of my mind, whether I'm walking the loop around my neighborhood or running errands with my daughter. And that's why I'm so excited to share Birdie with you because it has given me such peace of mind. Birdie is a personal safety alarm and it's designed to be easy to carry around and simple to use. When you activate your birdie with a quick pull, the alarm emits a loud 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe light to help deter anyone who would be threatening you in any way or an attack of any sort. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, birdie is no danger to you and you can feel confident to use it without worry. It goes wherever you do and I personally keep mine latched onto the small bag I carry everywhere. You could even latch it onto your keys. I love it because it's sleek and cute. So it's actually a cute addition to my bag. Right now, She's Birdie is offering listeners of With Intention 15% off your first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash intention. That's S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash intention for the exclusive deal for podcast listeners of 15% off your first order. She's birdie.com slash intention. All right, let's get back to today's episode. Another thing that helps is to remind yourself of your strengths. Remind yourself of the things that you've succeeded in in the past. You need to be your own encourager. Like I said, it might feel weird at first, but it will feel normal eventually to remind yourself of your successes the minute you question your abilities. This is why this episode idea even came to me because I was thinking about how hard it is for me to build a new routine, specifically a cleaning routine. I should mention that is what I'm trying to reestablish in this new home is kind of a household management routine. And that routine is probably one of the hardest things for me to build. So as soon as I think about, okay, this is going to be hard for me. How am I going to do this? Or those limiting beliefs come up of, I'm really not good at this. Am I actually going to follow through? I had to remind myself of these other routines that I used to not be good at, but I am now, but I'm now succeeding at, and I've now actually built into successful routines and habits for myself. So remind yourself of the things that you are doing well, the things that you've succeeded in. 
Another thing that can help you switch from that fixed mindset to a growth mindset is to just be proud of yourself along the way. Celebrate small victories. Even if you've had like 100 more failures than you've had victories, celebrate the victories. Tell others about your victory, even if they don't care as much as you do, at least. I'm sure that there is someone in your life that is going to cheer you on. So don't be embarrassed to share your victories with them. And the last idea I have to kind of move from that fixed mindset to the growth mindset is to chase small goals. Your big overarching goal here is to build a specific habit. And maybe you have other larger goals that are related to that habit as well. But if you can set small, reachable goals that you can actively go after and see real progress in day by day, that can help you move forward and that can keep you in more of a growth-minded place versus a fixed mindset where you constantly feel like, you are failing or you constantly feel like this is really hard. If you are building a habit, this could look like, okay, 14 consistent days of doing this or even seven consistent days of doing this. That is a small goal or it could be something more specific that's related to the habit. Those are going to keep you going, keep you moving forward. If you want to build a habit, and I've said the word habit and growth mindset and a lot of other words a million times in this episode, but if you want to do that, especially building one that you've struggled with in the past, you need a growth mindset and you are capable of it. You're capable of so much. Start telling yourself that story. You are capable and the hard thing that you want to do, that habit that you want to build, it's going to take time. It's going to be tough, but it's going to make you better and it's worth it and you are capable of it. On a similar note, I wanted to just take a minute to touch on how growth mindset can apply to decluttering your home, or I guess minimalism in general. This podcast really used to focus on that topic week after week. But talking about growth mindset, the idea of decluttering came up for me, so I wanted to touch on it briefly because it makes me think of the struggle that many people go through when they start to declutter. I think a fixed mindset can really trip us up in the process of beginning to declutter our homes because oftentimes the mess feels overwhelming and stories sneak into our heads such as it's not even worth it to start when there is so much stuff or I don't have the time or it won't even make a difference because more stuff will always be brought in or it won't even make a difference because my kids are constantly making messes or I don't know where to start. These are all limiting beliefs. They are all part of having a fixed mindset. The good news is we can replace those thoughts when we have them. I've already talked about that process, but I do just want to give you some growth-minded phrases to tell yourself if you are feeling these things when you think of decluttering. Again, this is a great place to approach it with curiosity. Approach the clutter with curiosity instead of dread. Instead of those limiting stories that might be living in your head when you think of decluttering, think instead, if I chip away at clutter for just 20 minutes a day, I wonder how much of a difference it will make in two weeks. If you feel like you don't have time, that's a perfect one to tell yourself. 
You could also be telling yourself, I know mess is just a part of having kids, but getting rid of some things will make it a bit more manageable. And another kind of more growth mindset based story to tell yourself is instead of saying, I don't know where to start, you could say, I don't know the best place to start, but I'm just going to start in a spot that makes sense to me. And I hope that those phrases remind you that you don't need to have all the answers before you start. You have it in you to be able to just get to it and chip away whatever time that you possibly can give yourself. If it's important to you, you will do it. And if it's important to you, but limiting beliefs are getting in the way and a fixed mindset is getting in the way, I hope that these phrases I just shared with you will help you be aware when those limiting beliefs come up and flip the script and tell yourself a new story. Whether it is habit building or decluttering or honestly so many other aspects of life, a growth mindset can make the difference of whether you move forward and move on towards your goal or quit before you truly even get started. So whatever it is you're wanting to tackle or whatever habit you're wanting to build, instead of telling yourself you'll probably fail and you're just not good at it, tell yourself a new story like this one. Yes, this is going to be hard, but I am capable and I can't wait to see how this changes my life. As you know, I like to end each episode with a challenge. I'm doing this at risk of being a little bit repetitive today, but I didn't wanna leave the challenge part out of this. This episode I really think has a lot of application to begin with. There are a lot of things that you could pick out and decide to put into practice right away. But I think a good place to start and maybe a starting point is to just pick one phrase. The next time you notice yourself getting into kind of a limiting mindset or a fixed mindset, the next time you notice that happening, and you might notice it because you're feeling ready to quit something or you're feeling really discouraged, try to stop and think about the belief that is running around in your head. Now, I know some people literally will say things to themselves in their heads and some people don't necessarily say it, but just think it. So however that works for you, um, what is it that you are believing when you are in that fixed mindset? The challenge is to take that belief and rewrite it into more of a growth mindset idea. And next time you come across that limiting belief in your own life, flip the script and tell yourself that new story that you have written for yourself, that new phrase that you kind of have in your toolbox now so that whenever that limiting belief comes up, you can change it. You could also take one of the examples that I used in this episode if it applies to you. That is all I have for today's episode. So if it spoke to you in any way, if you enjoyed it, could you please share it with a friend or share it on social media somewhere? Share it whatever way you enjoy sharing it. I appreciate it so much. That helps get new eyes on the podcast and invite new people into this community. And I'm super grateful for that all the time. I am thankful for you for being here. As always, thank you so much. And if you're not subscribed already, make sure that you are so that you don't miss future episodes as well. And I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.